This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you who I've met in person have seen my unbelievable dashboards that I built. You know, I'm an analytics-like crazy person. I love the data. And I love presenting the data in beautiful dashboards that my team can use on their mobile devices, their phones, and TVs throughout the office. Now, the way I do this without having to hire a big development team is at nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. It's using a company called Clipfolio, and I'll tell you more later on in the show how I use them. It's nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. All right, guys, I talked about this earlier, but I schedule like so many meetings, it would blow your mind. I mean, all my podcast interviews, right? Hundreds of entrepreneurs I talk to monthly, I schedule and you know what? I do it so efficiently. I get them all to agree to my calendar. So all the calls are back to back to back. That means I'm not switching in between tasks all day long. I get them to batch so that I can be very efficient. It's so critical. And I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling to do this at nathanlacka.com forward slash schedule. It eliminates the back and forth between me and people I'm trying to meet with. It makes it very simple. And most importantly, they help me keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders. Helps you look very professional. So go to nathanlacka.com forward slash schedule to sign up and you get a great deal you know you guys know this i hit people hard i make great deals and gavin the ceo has given us a great deal if you sign up like normal people okay on their website you only get a 14-day free trial if you use my link nathanmica.com forward slash schedule you get 45 days free okay it's the best it's free go to nathanmica.com forward slash schedule right now to sign up and i'll see you there Nathan Latka here. This is episode 624. And coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to learn from Josh McCarter, Josh McCarter of Booker. They raised $80 million and did $3.5 billion in 2016 transaction volume and over $1.5 million in monthly recurring revenue, helping 10,000 spas and salons manage their businesses more efficiently. He's 44, a father of two, and still manages to get 6.5 hours of sleep every night. How's he do it? Good morning, everybody. Nathan Latka here, and our guest this morning is Dave Curry. He is an entrepreneurial leader in the sales intelligence space, specifically for advertising, media, and the tech industry. Since 2014, he's directed the company on a rapid innovation and growth trajectory. One recognized by their customers and the industry at large as one of the most agile, fast-growing private companies and best places to work in America. The company is called TheListInc.com. Dave, are you ready to take us to the top? Thanks very much, Nathan. Thanks for having me. Good. Yeah, thanks for jumping on. Now, now that's your official company name is The List, but you people might know you better by some other names. What are some of the products you're working on? Yeah, so we have a, a couple of sales intelligence platforms that we're well known for that have been in market for 20 years or more, AdData Express and The List Online. We've recently launched in the last 12 months a replacement product, which is the evolution of those two, which a lot of people now know as Winmo. Winmo, great. So let's focus. I assume Winmo is your, your largest success in terms of revenue as well, right? Absolutely. It's okay. the lead brand. So let's, let's focus on Winmo. Tell us what it does and what the business model is. How does it generate revenue? Sure. The, the business model is quite simple. It's a subscription-based sales intelligence platform. Uh, and we cater that sales intelligence specifically to the media, 
sponsorship agency and ad tech marketplace. So we provide sales intelligence for those who target national advertisers and their agencies. And give us the link just so everybody can go check it out. How do you spell it? Yeah, the link is W-I-N-M-O, winmo.com. W-I-N-M-O. And guys, we'll link to that in the show notes just so you can follow along and reverse engineer. And then is this, uh, Dave, is this just a SaaS business? Is that how you describe it? It is a SaaS business. So we're a subscription-based platform. Uh, our users sign up for a 12-month subscription and are able to access the platform from uh, from any device. Okay, 100% of people are signing annual, no, no monthly? That's right. Oh, wow, that's great. Uh, helps pull in cash forward, right? It certainly does. Yeah. The, uh ability to defer that out is a, is a, is a great uh, growth driver of the business and uh, increases the valuation of a company like ours exponentially, as you might imagine. Speaking about valuations, uh, have you raised capital or did you uh, bootstrap? No, we're completely bootstrapped from day one. Uh, we've, uh, we've not had any uh, outside investors at all. So we're still a privately owned and operated uh, company based here in Atlanta. And what was uh, day one? When did you launch it? Uh, the, the company itself goes back to 1995. And uh, we went online in the early 2000s and have uh, progressively moved with the, uh, with the technology that's, uh, that we've all seen advance in the space to uh, where we are today. In 1995, you founded it. What were you doing right before you founded the company? I came in in 2005 with the, uh, with the then, uh, then owner, Todd Newton. So prior to that, my background's in the agency marketing services space. Hey, let me, sorry, Dave, let me nail that down. So somebody else had founded it in 1995. You joined in 2005. That's right. Okay. And how did that happen? Did he acquire one of your companies or what? Uh, it was through a, a joint venture with a, uh, a company out of the UK that I was working with. Um, the, the, the accent's Australian, but I happened to be working in London at the time. So <laughs> a combination of things that drew me to this opportunity in the North American marketplace being the largest advertising market uh, in the first world sort of side of the so, okay, you got Winmo, obviously, Bootstrap based in Atlanta. How many team members? We're currently at about 85 people. Right. And uh, the vast majority of those are based here in our headquarters in Atlanta. We've got teams in New York and scattered throughout the, the country as well. And what is the, I don't want to get into like like every customer cohort because I'm sure you have a bunch of them. But on average, what's the, what's the customer paying you per year? Uh, our average subscription rates relatively low. It's a, it's a nice low entry fee of around six to $7,000 based upon the... Uh, the, the subscription level they're signing up for. And then we, we charge an additional user rate uh, between four or $500 per user per year. And uh, just like a lot of SaaS platforms, uh, the, the, the account base is built up by user or seats. Okay. More commonly known. But, but if I, again, I don't want to go, that's helpful to understand the levers, but if I just average across your base, you'd say on average it's 7,000 per year. That's about right. Okay. Yeah. And what is the, you know, understanding that kind of annual contract value, help us understand some of the economics. So what are you willing to spend to acquire a new customer? So we look at customer acquisition a couple of different ways. Um, given a relatively low ACV, we uh, were very deliberate in our marketing efforts. Up until 2014, we were spending a lot on paid search and a lot of the uh, traditional advertising what's, norms. What's a lot? Like how much? <clears throat> Uh, on average, uh, on an annualized basis, somewhere in the vicinity of 100 to 150,000. Okay, this uh, was in 2014. Yeah, we 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 rapidly declined that down to um, around 50,000. So you know, a third of that, and placed uh, the remaining dollars into content marketing. So we made a deliberate move toward uh, inbound marketing with uh, with content marketing, and we experimented with having outsourced people writing that content but ultimately found that it was much more successful to bring those resources in-house. So that essentially went to salaries, a hundred grand. 
Exactly. Okay. And when you're your student now, in 2017, you spent, you plan to spend about 50,000 on paid acquisition, right? Where are you spending that? Uh, that would be specifically on Google AdWords. Uh, very little from display advertising. We do a little bit of retargeting, but um, the, the cost per customer acquisition has to be, doesn't really work for traditional advertising platforms. What is your target for that number? So a target for the, for the number is somewhere under $150 per customer, per qualified customer lead. Okay, qualified customer lead is the but that, okay. So and then leads have to convert to customers. So if you if you right if you average it, how many how many do you need to convert to one new customer? Dave, did I lose you? Yeah, just uh, sorry, I dropped out there for a quick second. No, 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 I was just saying. So so to get a marketing qualified customer, it costs you 150 bucks. How many marketing qualified customers do you need to actually get a new paying customer? So we're typically looking at about a 25 percent conversion rate to customer. Okay, so you need about four. So, so if I take 150 bucks times four, it's 600 bucks. So that's a back of the napkin CAC target. Yeah, back of the napkin, it works quite well. Okay, slightly interesting. Different different industries that we serve, uh, slightly higher in media properties and publishers than it is in ad agencies, for instance. But that's a pretty good uh, back of the envelope. Tell me, more, tell me more about those cohorts you're targeting. What are some of the other ones? We've got four key markets that we sell to in North America and the UK, but we also uh, have the Winmo platform. So we sell to media properties and publishers. So anyone who sells time and space to a national advertiser. Um, within that, you've also got sponsorship, which are things like sports teams, large nonprofits. They're still selling time and space. It just happens to be on a foot of a NASCAR or the jersey or a, uh, a stadium naming rights, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, we also sell to marketing services agencies. So anyone who buys, plans, or creates content that, is, that lives within media properties. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth one, our fourth pillar is tech. Uh, ad tech and more recently martech companies and we define those as anyone who has a technology that enables the buying selling placement uh content creation or analytics around how content operates and lives within media properties interesting um good and then walk us through so obviously we have a good sense of, of cac how long are these customers staying with you in terms of in terms of years or months retention's great um we're not, uh, we're not quite as high as something which is embedded into the sales and marketing ecosystem like CRM or marketing automation. Sure. We're, the fuel, we're the fuel or the food for that ecosystem. So the dependency on our platform for accurate contact information, sales intelligence um, is, is, is really strong um, in all markets. But we also find it slightly stronger in the media space over agency um, Primarily because media companies are set up as sophisticated sales organizations and agencies are more, more of a professional services category of which sales is not as uh, complex or, uh, or highly valued as it is in, uh, in the media space. So Dave, when you say retention is high though, what do you, what's the number? What's high? So I mean, we look at it in a couple of different ways, both revenue and account. We certainly, we aim for the 90s in terms of revenue retention rate on an annualized basis and um, on an account basis, it breaks out quite differently into the different pillars. And uh, typically, we don't go into that on a public forum. Okay. Uh, is it fair to say it's about the same, though, as, as revenue retention? Slightly lower than level revenue retention because of the ability to upsell during the course of a year. Got it. Yep, from expansion revenue. Okay, so, so you're exactly. not at a point yet. You're not at a point where you guys are at net negative revenue churn, right? Oh, no. Because from expansion revenue higher than everything you, you lose? 
but yeah okay uh good that's good to know um okay and then what about uh, yes that helps us back into ltv now do you do you assume when you're again doing this this customer acquisition cost kind of calculations do you assume a lifetime value in terms of dollars obviously it's a guess but but how do you think about that lifetime dollars we've never really been able to get a great handle on it um a couple of the reasons some of the when we started working in the agency space exclusively there there's a lot of the cycles that come and go within agencies and uh the way that we look at retention rate is also really important we calculate retention both revenue and account on a 90-day cycle so if a customer doesn't renew within 90 days they're considered a new sale um so wait, say that again. If if, it, if say that one more time. If a customer contract it does not renew within ninety days, uh-huh. we consider that a, at day ninety one. We consider that a new sale. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, it's look. We've we've talked to a lot of people in the in the uh, SaaS and DAS sales intelligence space about what the right term for when do you consider a customer truly terminated versus net new. Everyone's got a slightly different answer. And the way they measure it, that's just the business decision we've made at this point to uh, have consistency in how we measure retention. Yeah, it's one of the big questions, actually, a lot of folks focus. Another question, which is the opposite of the one you just articulated, which was when does a customer, when's a customer considered terminated is when do you actually consider a new customer to be a new customer? Uh, many people would say, well, Nathan, of course, it's when they start paying you. But many people actually only measure new customers based on one, if they're paying already, and two, if they've hit the usage and stickiness metrics they need to hit to, to actually get value from the platform. That's an interesting one. We haven't uh, added usage in terms of a, uh, a customer. We, we do count login, and we want to make sure that the studies that we've done are that uh, login is absolutely required. There's a direct correlation between login within the first two weeks and overall uh, account and revenue retention throughout the uh, term. So, um, yeah, there is, a, there is a driver there, certainly, in terms of the first login and then, of course, ongoing, uh, ongoing usage over the term of the contract. Yeah, no, it makes good sense. And then, hey, before we wrap up into the final questions here, uh, and it's Q1 2017, how many total customers are you serving? Uh, it's not a number that we put out there, but there's uh, tens of thousands of users uh, and thousands of accounts across those those uh, marketplaces that we, we serve. Yeah, so you, it's a- you, you know, Dave, you know users is, is like one of those terms people just throw around there. No one really understands what that actually means. Give, give us a range in terms of customers if you don't want to be specific. Yeah, so between... Uh, 18 and 25,000 users or customers users. Sorry. So and the customer range, yeah, customer. customer range between two and 3,000. Okay. Got it. Okay. So that's a pretty healthy, that's a pretty healthy conversion rate from, from free to paid. Yeah. And it's a, it's a really good, um, indi- uh, there's a really good qualifier there as well. We look at a, a holding entity as a customer. Um, so for instance, you've got someone like, um, a big magazine, uh, publisher, we look at the publisher as the account, and then we've got sub accounts under that. So within those couple of thousand accounts, you've got um, several different, several additional accounts in under there nested. Yeah. So we look at parent accounts, we look at child accounts and siblings. So, yep. Well, is there anything wrong with the math that I'm about to share here? So you said seven thousand dollars, the annual contract value divided by twelve, gives us to about five hundred eighty-three bucks in terms of average monthly recurring revenue. Obviously, you guys pull that forward times a minimum of you said two thousand between two thousand three thousand customers. So let's just assume two thousand. You guys are running a pretty healthy business at somewhere around a million bucks per month in revenue, right? You're you're about spot on. Yeah, a bit healthy. We've got a couple of other service lines, but uh, yeah, north of that, it's a very healthy business in terms of 
um, annual growth rate and incredibly good margins, which what, is- uh, What do you expect, is, by the way, for growth, a company your size, year over year, what's considered healthy? Well, I think you could, if, if you were speaking to uh, VCs and investment bankers in this space, anything north of 20% is usually looking pretty healthy. Yeah. Um, I think with a, with a legacy business like this, without outside um, investment, uh, which we're looking steady compounding year over year growth, anything north of, uh, we consider anything north of 12% compounding annually to be, uh, to be healthy. Um, and looking at making you know, self-funded investments in innovation. Yeah. Now, Dave, are you, because of when you joined, I mean, did, did the other folks look at you as kind of a founder in the business or no? <laughs> uh, probably not a founder, but certainly the, um, as part of the succession team and, and where we're going moving forward, yes. Okay, well, I, so I asked that question because I'm curious. I mean, you guys are on a tear. I bet you could get a crazy, uh, uh, like cheap cash, basically, because of your growth rate. Are, have you looked at raising capital? Is it something that's interesting to you guys? Given our, it's not something we've looked at. Given our healthy margin, we haven't. We've got the the luxury of not having to go outside for that uh, for that capital. So we can still continue to bootstrap this business based upon the uh, the, the tight margin um, or the tight expense control that we look at and the healthy margin that we maintain. Yeah. If if Salesforce came in and offered you guys ninety million dollars for the company, would you sell? No. One hundred twenty. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, Dave. Like I told you guys at the top of this episode, I have amazing data and you guys know from my interview style, I love data. But what I love more than data is making it actionable via beautiful dashboards that I can view on my phone, on my TVs in my living room, or even on my laptop as I'm traveling. And the company that I use to create these dashboards, which pulls in data from my Libsyn backend, my Google Analytics backend, Salesforce, and other data sources is called Clipfolio. You can see an example executive dashboard or my social media command center or my web metrics dashboard at nathanlaka.com forward slash analytics. That's nathanlaka.com forward slash analytics. And you can try it there for free for three months. It's Clipfolio. You can try it free for three months. Everybody else has to pay. So you get it free for three months. Alan's a good friend. He's the CEO of the company. He came on the show. I said, I love your product. Can I feature it? So NathanLacka.com forward slash analytics. Go check it out now. Guys, I get asked all the time, Nathan, you host all these interviews, hundreds of them per month. How do you do them efficiently? And guys, the answer is simple. People always agree to my calendar, back-to-back -back meetings. I batch my interviews to stay very efficient. And the way that I do it is I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. And the reason I use them is very simple. They keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders about when the interview or the meeting is coming up. And also, they make it very easy to schedule time, right? I don't have to go back and forth via email 10,000 times with people I'm trying to meet with. Okay, at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. It helps me so much. And by the way, look, I like have so many meetings. I'm the best at meetings, okay? I do them back to back, very, very efficient. You guys know me. Many people say I'm the most efficient they've ever seen. Okay, so I use the tool, it's so efficient. And by the way, I got Gavin, I said, Gavin, he's the CEO. I said, I want a great deal for my people. He said, Nathan, well, most people get a 14 day trial. Isn't that great? I said, no. He's giving us a 45 day free trial at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. That's not gonna stay up forever. So go get it now. nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business books is actually one I'm reading right now. It's uh, Hard Thing About Hard Things. Ben Horowitz. Yeah, my favorite line in that book is, uh, if you're going to eat shit, don't nibble. 
Right. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Number two, is there a CEO uh, that you're following or studying? Um, I'm part of an organization called Vistage. I've got a group of CEOs that I, I work with on a month-to-month basis. Um, the Atlanta Tech um, village and the Atlanta Tech industry is really strong. So I work with a diverse range of CEOs in the tech space and then more diversely through Vistage. Pick one, though. Uh, pick, pick a CEO you're studying. CEO that I'm studying. I, 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 to be honest with you, Nathan, it's not one that I'm studying. Who do you respect most? Who, who, I mean, who, who has you most excited right now? I'll tell you what, I've established a really good relationship and, uh, and working uh, respect for Kyle Porter at SalesLoft. Yeah. Um, local entrepreneur. He's done an incredible job with David Cummings and the team at uh, ATV and the investment group in taking just the kernel of an idea over the last three or four years and really building into a sustainable business model. And I'd say in the same breath, Eric Spett at Terminus has accomplished the same type of uh, um, respect in the Atlanta tech community um, and beyond it by being able to uh, take a, a different look at, a, at how um, targeted display advertising is taking, uh, taking track in the B2B space. Number four, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Absolutely. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Married to a fantastic Canadian wife with two kids, uh, two boys. Wow. And how, uh, old are, how old are you, Dave? I'm um, 37. Birthday's coming up 38 in May. Oh, so, very uh, cool. Yep. So last, last question. Take us back 20, uh, or sorry, 17 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Balance is as important as, uh, now as it was when, as you thought about it then. Um, being healthy is number one. Uh, work and everything else fall into place when you've got your uh, your priorities stacked up the, the right way. There you guys have it. Balance is key from Dave Curry, focused on building the Winmo platform, which is part of a parent company, uh, The List, which we discuss. Now serving well over 2,000 customers, doing somewhere around a million bucks in monthly uh, revenue, super healthy annual contract value average of about seven grand, super healthy, again, uh, churn, uh, or sorry, retention per year, somewhere up around 85, 95%. Uh, spending and doing some testing on customer acquisition costs, ranging in the $600 range. Again, their team of 85 people based mainly in Atlanta, helping folks understand better track and really empowering sales professionals to target advertisers more efficiently to win more business. Dave, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks very much, Nathan. Appreciate it. If you enjoyed Dave today, go back and listen to Richard Brasser yesterday of R Factor, which has raised $9 million and passed $900,000 in monthly recurring revenue, helping 220 customers with social selling. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners. But boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars. And I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan.